Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. You are listening to the RGM Music Experience podcast with me, Carmelone. Thanks for joining us. Nice one. I'm doing a bit of a radio voice then, weren't I? I was like, ooh, forcing it. It's what people do, I suppose. Yeah, I fell into the trap. Hello, I'm babbling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. This podcast, ladies and gentlemen, if you weren't already aware... Uh, we like to delve into the grassroots music industry and beyond and find um, interesting people to tell their journey about their life within this fucking music industry. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, today's show is uh, it's an, it's an absolute belter and it's a joy. And, it, and I had my hands forced a little bit on this show, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. By the Twitter people that enjoy the show. So, if you were one of those people that forced our hands and kept mentioning this bloody band online that I kept getting tagged into. Thank you. There was no way we weren't going to get these back, this band on at some point, because, you know, they're out there in the world, just, you know, having an amazing time and cracking on and building audiences. It was always going to happen, but my hands was turned. Um, just by you lot tagging in the claws, ladies and gentlemen. That's who we've got on the show today. We've got Liam and Pierce. Nice lads. A very good chat. That's coming up shortly. And thank you for pushing and forcing my hand as well, ladies and gentlemen. I, I do like that. Keep doing that. If there's other people that you want on the show, we want to have a chat with them. And um, you know, we want to we, we want to put on who you want to listen to. You know, it's your your guy's show. So yeah, thanks for everybody for tagging in this band and you know bringing it to an attention. And as I say, it, it's always going to happen. But you forced my hand and you've made it happen. So here we go. It's been a busy week here at RGM uh, after the stressful times of uh, sorting all the server stuff out and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's got to be a little bit quiet, you know, we're building up to Christmas now, everybody's... Um, we've got Easter, <laughs> Easter, we've got that bloody Halloween and bonfire night, aren't we? And it seems like it's, we're on a big road, long road to Christmas now, so it's historically quite a time for the music industry around about now. There's loads of plenty of gigs that we're going to be love covering on RGM. Uh, but like releases and stuff have quite slowed down a little bit, but you know. So what we've been doing at RGM, we've been trying to fight AI this week, ladies and gentlemen. Fighting AI. Yeah, we, we always knew, well I always knew this was going to happen when AI came into the world. Um, and we, we've noticed a few writers trying to use AI to support them and their writing um, but you know not on my watch mate we, we, we can't have that shit you know some computer spouting out some words so so just so you know ladies and gentlemen I've been fighting that this week and thinking of different ways how we can combat the use and the easy access to AI these days to make to cut corners and we're, we're not having none of that you know so what we do now, there's three different websites that I run everything by and through on the magazine just to test. And, and these websites can basically pick up and see if it's been written by AI or by a human. It tells you. So I'm using AI, I think, to tell me if AI has written stuff for RGM or if it's human. I know, I know, I know. The life of a music editor, eh? I'm sure the, whole, the, the, I'm sure the industry's rife with it, though, you know, there's... 
you know, it was always going to happen, weren't it? People cutting corners and when they can. Uh, so I'm sure it's not just us, but we just want to do what we can do, and you know, we're using computers to tell us when computers have written stuff for the magazine. And you can kind of tell as well. I've been testing AI. I've been like, I've been asking it to review stuff just to see what it spouts out. You know, just like random stuff. It's not in the magazine. It's not live. It's just me. Uh, being nosy and seeing what it's all about, and and for me, it, it the AI uh, like ChatGBT that I've used, it's kind of spouts the same thing for everything. So you can you can mention little things like write me a review for I don't know the Beatles' new song or whatever, uh, and it will. But ChatGBT isn't like a live thing. It's it, it, the, the information that feeds into it is like two years old apparently. Apparently the new one that's coming out is live, but. So it, it, it spouts really generic stuff out. And it's really cheesy and safe and, and boring. So so I've kind of got a, like a good eye for AI stuff now. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a few people giggling, saying they've read a few cheesy things on our magazine, but you know, hey-o. Uh, but yeah, that's, that, that's what we've been doing. We've been trying to fight AI this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's interesting, it's interesting. So anyway... Spider-Man or something. I've been playing the Spider-Man game as well. That's why Spider-Man came into my head. Um, I have been very late getting back to emails and stuff this week. I've lost my life to a bit of Spider-Man too, but hey-o. <laughs> right, okay. Right, I've started telling you useless information now. Let's get back to music. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the RGM Experience Music Industry Podcast. With me, Carl Maloney. And I've got two boys for you today that we have a great good chat about... Uh, their lives, their careers in music, uh, and a really interesting chat with Liam and Pierce from The Claws. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's take it away, mate. See you on the other side. What's happening, mate? Are you set up now for disappointment? <laughs> <laughs> the people have spoken. They wanted you to be on the podcast. Um, I've, I've been seeing you on the socials. I, I've got round to it anyway at some point. But, yeah, thanks for joining us, boys. How are you doing today? You okay? Good man, yeah, yeah, yeah we're good. good. Yeah, nice. One. Bright and early. Yeah, it is bright and early. I know you're getting off to a big gig tonight in Milton Keynes, so I know uh, you've got a lot going on. There's a lot going on with the band, and it's great to see. But let's just have a little chat and get to know each other a bit. If you are watching on YouTube as well, do all the podcast. Give us a, a subscribe and comment on on there as well. It helps things out and it lets us know your thoughts on these things too, guys. I'm just, just getting the paperwork out of the way, boys. Let's crack on with you now. Right then, so where, <laughs> where do we find you two today then? So we've got Liam and Pierce. Where do we find you? Oh, uh, yeah, well, from Pierce is from Rude. Yeah, <laughs> live, live from the kitchen. Ah, nice. Okay, and where is the kitchen? Where, where What part of the world is the kitchen? Uh, but we're Birmingham boys, mate, so right, just okay. outside of Birmingham. Uh, oh, right. And yeah, that's that's where we're all situated, all born and bred around here. So, Birmingham. I've never been to Birmingham, and I keep seeing all these beautiful bands that are coming from Birmingham that I'm that I'm, uh, I've watched over the years, like the Assist. I love those boys. I had those on the podcast. Uh, yeah, man, they're good mates of ours. Are they? Good oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been gigging, gigging in and around like them when we started, and um, they're all guitarists. Is our photographer actually? So, oh, nice. But yeah. yeah, yeah, they're all good boys, man. Yeah, they are uh, pagans as well. Pagans, S O H. Where are those? Yeah, yeah. There's some bubbling in Birmingham, isn't there? Is it, does it does it feel like it's exciting times? There's things going on in and around your own little bubble. Yeah. It does uh, it does musically, yeah. yeah. But um, 
I'd, I'd say like the city generally in terms of like the industry support uh, is a bit uh swart. Yeah, it kind of lacks. It kind of lacks, yeah, it lacks that yeah. kind of support. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's kind of like the heritage for the interest to kind of develop it yeah. just instead of other places. Liam, um, when you when you face left, I can hear you perfectly, but I can't hear you when you when you. When you when I'm it's, yeah, <laughs> if, that, yeah, if that's okay, I know it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird for the audio. But, <laughs> yeah, apologies. Can't can't watch now. It's a weird thing that's <laughs> happening with the audio, but but yes. Yeah, so, so you feel like the you know the the you know the 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 space around you. Then there's not a lot of support for bands in a in a in a big major city like Birmingham as well. I, I think it's more like you can kind of see it in the fact that every. That every other city kind of, if you look at like festival season, yeah. they'll have kind of something in and around the city. Like, I mean, what about Nicola? Yeah, yeah, and like Manchester, it's got part life and neighbourhood close, and Liverpool, Sound City, and Glasgow right. tram line. No tram lines. No Glasgow transmit. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like. Here, it's just like consider it in the center of, of everything. Yeah, yeah I mean, there should be more, but there, there just isn't. So, mm. yeah, I'd say it's a hard city to break, you know. Yeah, kind of from our experience traveling around the whole UK and meeting other bands and stuff. Like, I think they have a lot more support on the ground, um, you know, backed by the city a little bit more than than with us. Yeah, it's strange because like the people here are, are, are unreal, man, and like we've. We've been lucky enough since we started just to have like, um, just to have fans that just seem to just get behind us because like everyone here is choking to follow something and be a part of something. But, yeah. but yeah, I think it it uh it'd be nice to see Birmingham kind of put on the map a bit more industry wise and and um people to make a fuss about it because like as you said, there's so many good bands that mm. that are coming through from here at the moment and have in the past. So. Hopefully that's one for future, but I think it's always been kind of like a little goal of ours to kind of to do that and and, and kind of and bring about a scene here. So mm. wherever we are, it's, it's that's up for people to decide. But well, being, being from Sheffield and living in Manchester now, I've I, I've seen how how much good the Tramlines Festival has brought into the city. It started off as an inner city thing, and now it's doing its own thing over in Illsborough Park. Manchester, you're right. It's got the park life for the kids up at Eaton Park. It's got that kind of stuff going on, but it does have a lot of inner city festivals as well that go on. Not as many as before COVID these days, but uh, I'm sure that'll pick up again in time. But uh, there does seem like to be a lot going on, particularly in Manchester. I know Sheffield's can be a bit hit and miss sometimes because the footfall in the city centre's not, what it used to be as well, so that that that's a big thing for Sheffield. But what, what what physical things do you see in Birmingham? Talk me through that because I'm fascinated to understand a bit more about what it's like in the real world there. How do, how do you mean? Is there a physical thing? Yeah, well, like like football for gigs. Do you find it difficult selling tickets in your hometown? Do you is is there opportunities there to get onto the main stages in the bigger venues? Is there is there is there other bands that you see following a certain path that you know? I think uh, to be fair, we've never we've been lucky in the fact that we've never really like like struggled to sell tickets. Like when yeah. when we've done gigs here, like we've always stepped it up every time since we started, and we've always had kind of people behind us to sell it out. But you kind of see when it's strange because, as you said, like we like we're technically the second city, but mm-hmm. you'll see big touring bands that will tour the UK. Uh, 
and just just miss Birmingham out completely because yeah. notoriously, like it's hard to it, it's hard to sell tickets here, um, which like it, it is it is strange because there's so many people here and, and like there's a good scene bubbling, but mm. it's it's one that no if you if you chat to people here and like or people who are involved in the industry, like no one can really put their finger on yeah. on why, but like. I mean, I kind of think it's just because there's so many, there's so many different people here of, with different interests and cultures that it's hard. To, sometimes it's hard to kind of put everyone like within the same bubble. Whereas, like, mm. like when you go up to Manchester, obviously there's such a, a big thing about like music heritage and yeah. and people loving bands from there, and and that's 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 what the city's like known for, really. Mm. But um, but yeah, I think. I think Brum maybe kind of just just lacks that uh, like little bit of like musical culture sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think it's well, though, isn't it? It does. Like, it does have it, but it's like, 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 not I mean, in the same way that other cities do. I mean, like, like, we're responsible for like for like Sabbath, and they played their first ever gig in a pub just that far on the which is based in our main train station. Liam, mate, five face left for me. The, the audio's terrible for some reason. I, I, I'm going to have to stay. It's like, yeah. what, if that's okay, sorry, mate. Thank, thanks, guys. Yeah, Is that that's better? Yeah, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, so you yeah. mentioned, like, Black Sabbath and that kind of stuff. That was a while yeah. ago, though, weren't it? Yeah, I mean, they, they played their first gig in a pub, like, just outside New Street. Yeah. And it's just sat there derelict. Wow. Whereas, say, if, you know, it was Manchester mm. and Oasis played their first gig in a pub just outside of, like, What's that trying to say? Piccadilly, is it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that'd be a fucking shrine, like, yeah. it'd be worshipped, like, and it's just like the council just doesn't seem to be, like, as interested. I mean, you know, to become, like, the birthplace of a big, you know, a big part of a music music genre yeah. um, and it kind of be unnoticed, do you know what I mean? It's it's a bit odd, but it's not only that, it's, like, UB40 and, like, Peace and the twang yeah. in the streets and... Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not like it's not celebrated enough. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. So, if if you if you think of like like Oasis, you think Manchester immediately. Yeah, but whereas mm. if you were to think of like our biggest bands like Black Sabbath and UB40, you wouldn't you don't necessarily like immediately associate that with them mm. being from Birmingham. Like like even like like Duran Duran are birthed here as well. Like, but yeah. you you wouldn't naturally put two and two together so I, yeah i don't really know where that's gone wrong over over the years but i think like he says like i don't think birmingham as as a city like council wise makes enough fuss about the fact that we've got such a rich heritage and mm. maybe that's why like people might think there's a kind of shortfall here but we for us we don't really experience that we've only ever seen the good side of it and and like this is this is the best place for us so so yeah like that's that's our opinion on it yeah so like because you know you, you do see in the news where there was there's was a lot in the news about the birmingham city council going bust and that kind of stuff are you are you feeling that as a, a community yourselves personally do you do you feel the uh you know the problems in society at the minute do, what what what's, yeah. what's around you politically at the minute yeah, it's it's absolutely knackered. Like, yeah. like there was when we first started gigging, it was a long dig buff really, and it wasn't really 
it was just kind of a dingy place, wasn't it? With a few venues. Yeah. And then, like, they spent all this money, like, gentrifying it. And then they've just run out of money. So it's just, like, like fucking roadworks and potholes and pubs you can't access. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, it's just, I think there's a sense of frustration a little bit around around that whole area, um, which makes things like inner-city festivals impossible for places like Birmingham. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'd say that's probably why. Yeah, it's the same way. Like, you can get out of the lot. I know there's, there's such a tough lot. Economic crisis like, happening everywhere at the minute, but for your second city council to go bust, it's, yeah. it just shows how mad it is. Like, it should, like, should never really happen, but as he says, like, all the hot spots for, like, for pubs and nightlife and stuff is it's kind of all, like, it's ruined by, like, roadworks that haven't been yeah. finished in, like, six years and and um, just projects that, that never get completed. So, um, yeah, I think, I think yeah, as you said, it kind of, kind of shows, like, the difficulty that, that like, people are having. And, and like, we, uh, as a band that have toured the country, like, mm. seeing that, like, this can happen in, in a major in a major city, like imagine like the, the the tough times that people must be going through in some of the other towns that don't see as much funding. Do you know? Mm, yeah, it's fascinating. And I, I would I would I had a bit of a deep dive into your tunes uh, before the interview today, and uh, just lost. Let, let, so you, you know, you've got songs called "I Don't Care," "Fake It Till You Make It," "Hate the Player." I've been listening to them three on loop at the, in the gym this morning, and and they, they they're quite outspoken titles, and you and it feels like you're pushing back against the norm. You're fighting back in your own little way through your music. Does is that a fair assessment of what I've heard of your tunes? Does that feel fair to you guys? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've always tried to. Um, We've always tried to write like quite positively about the situation, yeah. um, in obviously more of a like pushing back kind of way. Mm. It's kind of like it's not really high school musical, but like <laughs> in, it all, in it all to go. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's like kind of want to like be a voice against yeah. you know the kind of things we're seeing and and sticking yeah. true to ourselves. And yeah. yeah, so some I think most of it is is kind of centered around like. Or some some of it, not most of it, but it's centered around the fact that like, yeah, things are shit, but fuck it, we'll just go and have fun anyway. Like yeah. it is what like make the most of it. Um, that's that's pretty much kind of like what we've been trying to do over our music recently, um, and and beyond the stuff that we're we're writing and releasing next year, um, kind of has the same kind of tone, and we've always tried to, you know, r- like say something. In the music that that we write, and it's uh, um, you've got to fake yeah. it till you make it, and you for fuck's sake, Jesus Christ! It, yeah. <laughs> everybody, do you ever get like imposter syndrome and that kind of stuff? Like you know, being like you're, you're on tour, you've got you've got, you've got these gigs coming up. I feel it from starting RGM and trying to trying to make something happen in my own little world. Um, you know, you you kind of do get imposter imposter syndrome uh, quite a bit. I do personally, just by being a creative person and you know trying to make something that. I, I want people to care about and you know there's peaks and troughs within that journey um do you ever get the imposter syndrome bug i think uh <laughs> i think the only time that that i've ever kind of had the imposter syndrome was when we did Isle of Wight main stage right and it was like um because like we're, we're just like we're just four lads that just happen to be mates in and around Birmingham yeah. wanted to start a band one day like yeah. we, we haven't been like put together by the industry or 
support had like much support from the industry at all. So everything we've kind of done has has been off our own back and just through hard work. So I mean when we got that we got that gig at the start um at the start of festival season last year, it was um I remember, I remember just showing up and think and looking at the lineup and it hadn't really sunk in. But like we were playing the same stage as like as Pulp were and, and Cortinas and it was like these are bands that got us into music and like bands that we worshipped growing up. Yeah. So it was a bit like well what, what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> it's more just like it's more just like I think we feel proud, do you know what I mean? And we're sort of like dedicated to it like we've been at it for you know, for a decent chunk of time and threw everything into it. Yeah. So like all the successes and stuff like we don't really have time to kind of worry about, you know, whether we should be there. We feel like yeah. the work alone makes us deserve to be on on the things that we've achieved so far. Um and yeah, and yeah, we're just madly we're madly proud of the things that we have achieved, but we're a really optimistic band and yeah. we always look you know, as soon as one thing's done, we look instinct instinctively looking forward and seeing what we can do next. And I think that's kind of how you have to be a little bit. I did see the so, name. I did see the name on the festival announcement. I thought, oh, nice one. It's it's great to see uh, bands progress, and the, you kind of can, you can kind of judge where a band is on a festival poster with how they're getting on in the industry as well. In a way, can't you? You can see yeah. you can see certain bands getting up that list quicker than others sometimes, and you think, how oh, the fucking hell are they doing that? Uh, you know, yeah. you never really know, do you? Really, you know, you, you don't know. There's not just one person making a decision. There's loads of different people, and that can, no, you know, there's a big committees of people that make these kind of decisions. Where where, where do you think you guys sit within the music industry right now? Um, I don't know. I, it's I mean, we've always kind of we've always kind of found it hard to like to break through the industry just yeah. by having one conversation or someone pulling someone aside and saying, "Hey, yeah, can you get these boys mm. in in here or on this tour?" We've kind of had to do everything in the hard way, in the sense that we've had to earn our way on rather than yeah. like kind of just walking on because like of someone we know it's like it's always had to be like our numbers in touring that that mean that we've we've kind of earned our place really which is kind of yeah it's not a dig because of, like i mean if we were offered that support like like yeah, it'd be great you would bit your hand off but just yeah. sometimes like for whatever reason you you might have to do things a different way so mm. um i think that we're, we're kind of proud in the sense that the industry support that we have at the minute has come from us just kicking the door down and just saying like, like, you can't, you can't ignore us now. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, but it is a tr- it's a tricky, like, it's a tricky business to to wander through. Like like you said, when when you're looking at t- uh, like festival posters and stuff, and and everyone. Everyone's competing against each other, so mm. eventually there'll be people that come through that have just good support behind them. That's just the mm. way the world works. So but you're always like up up against it. Do you know what I mean? You're always like not like one step behind, but you're definitely like the shorter guy in a fight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and I've, I think we've noticed that specifically more recently. I think when we started, I don't know if we just weren't paying attention, but it seems like, you know, recently there has been a big influx in in kind of 
um, industry-supported artists rather than fan-supported artists. So, you know, in, in our head, it was always you get the fans on board and then the industry will start to help you out and then you work together. But I think more recently with, you know, a lot of artists and just the way the culture has shifted, it's like they're getting industry support to then get the fans. Do you know what I mean? So it's like reversed, it's flipped, which leaves like bands who've started from the ground up in quite a weird position to be in. Yeah. Okay. So I'd, I'd class you guys as a fans based band then. So who would you class as a as a, an industry type uh, artist? I'm, I'm not sure. I think like the, I think the perfect example of it like is it, I know Sidon, but it's it's Yeah. 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 So um, when I was supporting Harry Styles and right. this, you know, just yeah. getting put straight into mm. like arenas almost. It's like I don't. I don't really understand how how that happens, but okay. uh, as I say, you know, if if we, that was us, you know, we, we'd do the exact same thing. You're never ever going to turn down industry support because they're the ones making the decisions at the end of the day. So. I can remember trying to buy a ticket for Wet Leg though in Yes in Manchester, which is quite a small venue, and it sold out quite quick. So I thought, oh, there's something going on there. And, mm. and then, like a few months after, they played Manchester again and played a, a, a bit bigger venue, and they played a bit bigger venue. Mm. Um, so, the, so I think this, and and you're right. I don't know where the support comes from for people. Sometimes, um, I bought their album. I like the band. I just don't know. Uh, I've, I've ended up liking the band, and I don't know how. Um, no. so as, as the, in, no, as, the industry, band, like, as the industry yeah. like planted something in me to make me do it. <laughs> Fascinating. It's like it's it is rare that like that these big companies get it wrong though. Yeah, like someone. Like or kind of seventy five percent of the time, they'll yeah. find a market somewhere and, and they'll mm-hmm. they'll do well. So and then they'll they'll know like the algorithm that like artists who are from the ground up are forever just trying to work out. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they have the the answer to the equation that we're still everyone <laughs> else is still trying to work out. So it makes things a lot easier, you know. Yeah, I think you've got like like bands bands like that that do well and probably deserve to do well because they're good, but they'll get picked up early. And then like the other end of the spectrum, it's like, like a, like a band that we look up to in terms of their journey and, and their attitude towards it. Like the ratings who like just yeah. did it all themselves and just went like, oh, we're just going to make it big enough that no one can ignore us. And, and that's what's happened yeah. to them now. So I think it's definitely like a, a better story. You know, we're, we're all like music fans primarily. Yeah. And, you know, being young and then you find a band that you love, you know, you want to find out everything about them. You want to find out how they started, where, you know, where they rehearsed, how they're, you know, like coming back to Oasis again, you know, yeah. played and, and King Tut's to four people and a record label boss was one of them and it's two brothers and, you know, stuff like that just makes for a great, like, credible story and stuff, which... I don't know. I hope that doesn't get too lost as the industry evolves. Because... Every, every every great band has a story, like, yeah, that's why I do this podcast. Everybody's got their own journey. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the exact reason why I do it. And I've had Johnny from the ratings on uh, having a chat with him on the podcast before. And he's a perfect example. They haven't not had any help throughout the way. They, they are advertising that they have had help on the way, but, um, but, they are, but they are doing it all on their own now. Uh, and they're doing it their way. I, 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 uh, did you see their latest promotion for, for the new tour when there's, when they, when they get all getting on a plane? 
Yeah, for Europe, yeah. And then, oh. and there's like a baby with one of them's face and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a bit. But you know, they've got so creative with advertising stuff and doing it their way that they, that that's lovely to see. This band's like in Ayla, like, you know, the dad's out of U2, so they're always going to get a leg up, aren't they, you suppose? Like, yeah, they, yeah, I can remember, I can remember seeing them at Yes, and, and then next yeah. minute they're supporting fucking whoever. Um, yeah. yeah. Do, I'm doing wrong, man. If our dad was Bono, it would do the <laughs> exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think anyone would anyone yeah. grab me. My, my old man just wants to be Bono. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. That's Bono fancy <laughs> Well, just, re- just rewinding a little bit then. How, how did you guys get together? What, what, what was the... Uh, um, you know, what was it like for you as kids before you even got into music? Talk us through your journey of actually meeting up and starting this thing. Oh. Uh, myself, myself, Johnny and Noel, the drummer and the bass guitarist, yeah. um, we all went to secondary school together and, and we just started a, a little band in year seven, like just for a bit of fun um, with like three or four other people from school. And um, we just loved it, like, ever since, I think, I'm talking for myself, like, ever since I was a kid, like, just wanted to play guitar, man, like, music. Yeah. And wanted to one day, like, just, just have a crack at it, not even, like, be successful, just, yeah. like, stand on a stage or write my own song. But then we kind of carried on up until we, we left, um, we left sixth form college and we just thought, like, like, why don't, why don't we have a crack and like, play a few covers out in, yeah. in Birmingham and see if someone will put us on? And um, at that point, we got Liam into the band who went to school. Um, yeah, just we in, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we kind of knew each other, but we met at the Birmingham Institute watching a local Birmingham band. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we just cracked on, wrote our songs, put them out, and, and worked really, really hard. And then it was kind of a nice full circle moment last year where the venue that we met at, um, the O2 Institute in Birmingham, watching a Birmingham band, we got to do the exact same thing and we sold it out in December last year. Um, So yeah, this was a really nice full circle moment and all the hard work and building kind of paid off in, in that moment. It's nice, yeah. that, isn't it? And, and, and when you said you said something earlier, Pierce, that I'm, I'm just going to ask you about. You mentioned you keep kicking the door down. What 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 does that mean, kicking the door down? What what physically? Just means, yeah. I, I mean, in, in the way I meant it was kind of oh. just making yourself big enough that like people can't ignore you or mm. push past you, and creating that much noise that it's like okay, these these lads are onto something here, like mm. like. We have to listen to what they're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, gig relentlessly, write relentlessly. And, and, and most of all, just enjoy the process and, yeah. and trust the process with it, which we've always kind of stuck true to. Um, and yeah, it seems to be working. So I think we're doing something right. There's a lot of bands take themselves really seriously these days. Yeah. 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 I, don't think, I don't think we're one of those. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're just we're in it just because we love it, man. And like, yeah. this is like our collective dream. So like, yeah. just yeah. want to go and do it. But yeah, I, I think I think there's something um, admirable about bands that kind of don't take themselves too seriously yeah. and are just kind of who they are. And, yeah. and that's when yeah. that's when people fall in love with them, man. Yeah, we're, we're authentic. I think. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're very uh, very DIY. We're very like authentic and true to ourselves. And we just love each other most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, it, you and know, 
it's kind of a, a common path for a band where, you know, they meet up, they mates, they have a few beers, they, they meet up at gigs, they do a few covers, things start to kick off, they start selling tickets in the home, uh, in, in, in the home city. Uh, how did you, uh, how did you guys like get out of Birmingham in a way? How did you spread the word of the clause? How did you, how, how did you get, how did you get past that next barrier in a, in a, in a band's career? I think, funny enough, our first ever like out of town experience was Sheffield. Oh, right. Um, we kind of set up, uh, like a social media and stuff and like mm. really worked hard on there, you know, putting our music out and stuff. Yeah. As you do, you get the odd requests. Like, can we come to the Sheffield? Can we come to here? Even if it's like three or four people. And, uh, and I think from the get go, we never ever thought, Oh, we'll wait a bit. We're not big enough. We just got stuck in and booked our own tour. Nice. I know. We did Cafe Totem. I don't think it's there now, is it? Uh, yeah, it used to be the rocking chair, Cafe Totem. It closed down. And the same people run uh, Sydney and Matilda now. Yeah, so yeah. We've been there recently. Yeah. Uh, we did Jimmy's. God, we sound well old. That's not there anymore. <laughs> you know, we did Jimmy's in Manchester. Yeah. Um, broadcast in Glasgow. Mm. And we just said, you know, this was like five years ago, four or five years yeah. ago. Yeah, it was just, yeah. just before COVID. Yeah, it was like, was it end of 2018? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It was around, and we just did it, and we just got out yeah. and did it. And we, you know, we played to, not, you know, not as many people as we can do now. And then I think because we're like a word of mouth band and we've got a good energy and live and stuff. Yeah. Like, I think it just kind of transposed and, they told the mates, and now we're in a position where we do well all over the country, um, and we're obviously really, really grateful for that. But it has come with the uh, the miles. It does, not it? You, you've the and the service stations and all the rest of it. So you've just got to be prepared to lose a bit of money. Just get out on the road and just do it, aren't you? There's no other way than than, than that, and and do what yeah. you can on, in the socials in those cities to try and you know shout about what why you're there. I suppose that's. I mean, to, yeah. to be fair, for us, like that. Like the first, the first goal for us was kind of concrete in our home city, and and like in in our thoughts, concrete was doing like a three hundred cap in our home city. So yeah. we did that, and then we thought like, oh, let's just go out on on the road, like because mm. for us it was like a holiday, man. We weren't yeah. really thinking about <laughs> yeah. like, oh, we've got to we've got to go and sell tickets because people are watching us, and and we'll be judged if we don't sell tickets. For us, it was just like. Let's just get ourselves in a van, have a couple of beers, and like go and have a laugh and see some other cities. But I think we weren't really expecting for us, like, for anything to happen outside of outside of Birmingham when we started. But when we got on the road, like, like I think those two out of those three gigs were sold out, and we were like, "Where, where have all these people come from? Like, <laughs> nice. how do they, how do they know like, that, that we even exist?" But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that was kind of just the start for us, and we were like, "Let's just give this hundred percent," and we just do it bigger every time, every, every yeah. tour. You know, I think when you get a certain amount of people in the venue, world world travels a bit quicker. Like, yeah. kind of, kind of said now about like three person rule, don't we? Where like, <laughs> if if you're one person and three separate people have kind of mentioned your name for whatever reason, yeah. like you know, it kind of sticks to that person. Like they kind of know know of you then do you know what I mean and we just try and like get all the people involved and just kind of make ourselves as wide as possible what, what was the first stage when you thought now then lads this, it's it's happening for us here can you remember that kind of moment in your career it's, it's funny actually because um, I think I think that kind of happened when when we released In My Element mm. and it did it did really well like um, 
and then we actually we actually got signed to Universal like oh, shortly yeah. after that, yeah. and um, we went and did a tour in and around that that was like just it was insane, and, and we capped it off at the end of the year in 2019. I think we did like a 600 cap. Was it 600? 600 cap in, in Birmingham, which was our like, biggest headline show today at that point. And then we thought, like, oh, fucking hell, lads, like, like it's happening here, like, 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 we're in, like, we need to just keep our foot on the neck and go, like, um, like the label, label came in and picked us up and we were like, like, shit, this is like some of it never dreamed of. And then, and then a month after that, well, some uh, virus started in China. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh, and it kind of like it kind of shut the world down. And, and yeah. the sub label that we were on, and Universal, they ran out of money, yeah. and and folded. So we went back out on our own again, and, and just yeah. But we didn't really like. We didn't really feel sorry for ourselves. Like no, nah, I mean there was there was a few times like that where we were like. You know, you know, as it was, it was like, when's this going to go on for? You know, yeah. have, have we had our chance here? But like, probably the proudest we've been is that we persevered and have come out stronger and a, and a bigger band. And yeah, really grateful for it. Like, it's been a mad journey. But yeah, I think probably most recently that that moment was at the uh, the institute, as I say, in December, um, and we just got to do the the venue that we'd seen every band that we loved in. Do you know what I mean? Like from. DMAs, like the tech. Yeah. seen so many bands there, it's nuts. So it was great to come back to there and we've done it ourselves and fans are in the works for even bigger now. So Well that that big global bastard took this took the uh, wind out of a lot of band sales. I know a lot of people there were a lot of bands, you know, particularly getting signed before COVID that didn't end up signed at the end of it because because mm. for whatever reason. Um but you you, you did it, it, there's always a vibe about a band that makes it. There's always a drive about them. There's always like, well, we'll, we'll get through this, you know. Um, you, you do see a different side of uh, people that succeed when things go, when things don't go to plan, I suppose. And it's the music industry, isn't it? it, it there's always going to be twists and turns and somebody's going to try and fuck you over at some point and somebody's going to, um, you know, how, how do you, what's the best advice that you'd give a, a younger band that are just starting out now that see you guys as like, you know, those big boys up there on the big stages? <laughs> we always, we laughed, we laughed about it recently, didn't we? We were like, you know, when all these kind of things are happening and we were kicking on, yeah. we were like, oh my God, like, this slimy guy loves me, like, he loves us, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. He, he's never going to, he's never going to hurt us, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. He loves us, happens to every band so yeah. I think what we would say is like stay true to your circle that you're in and trust each mm-hmm. other yeah. and, and trust the process and yeah you've got you've got to let influence get to you you've got to get good good people around you early I think yeah when we started it up, up until we released like like in my element for like the first year and a half like of like of when we were going properly like we didn't have anyone giving us advice like yeah. at all. It was it was just us, and like we were making our own decisions. And we're like, yeah, we'll go with this person, like because mm. because like they can get us on with Arctic Monkeys tribute band, like, <laughs> yeah, and, nice. and, uh, and like we just we like no regret about it. But just as kids, like if you don't have any like proper guidance yeah. and, and advice, like you are going to make mistakes and, yeah. and do stupid things, but. Tell, 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 tell me more about this slimy bastard. 
Đấy, hôm nay anh đang suy nghĩ có cái việc có ưu đãi rồi, cho nên, but yeah, they are disguised in. Were they like people? Were they what were they promising you? Oh, they're not loads of silly plot. Yeah, yeah. Get you in here. We'll get yeah, you in there. Yeah, like, yeah. We'll get you on with these. Like these people will come down and watch you. Like if you do right, this okay. certain thing yeah. in with me, yeah. and, if you sell this venue yeah. for me and make me, you know yeah. what I mean? That's an eighteen-year-old. Like you're gonna do it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not to the point of like paranoia, but yeah, I'd say like <laughs> think about what's in it for them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Before you com- you commit to doing it, like we had obviously when we were kicking on in Brum and stuff, like. Yeah, kind of just used used yeah. as that for like a year and a bit and you like, do that and then you have you have a lot of progress in yeah. the year have you have because you just, just still support people yeah you just run around taking the tail a little a little bit so i think i think the main thing though like like if i was just saying to any like band that wants to start or is thinking about writing a song and getting out going on the road it's just go just yeah, go for it just do it, it like, yeah because worst comes to worst like It doesn't happen how you think it would happen, but like I mean, we'll tell you like, like if if this if this band like finished tomorrow, like it'd be not not one regret because like the memories you make and like the people you meet and like the mates you have for life, like yeah. it trump trump any of that. Yeah, not like, could have been. So no matter what happens, you know the records that we've like physically put out into the world and stuff. Even if they've gave one person a great night, a great memory, you know, you, you've left your stamp on on, mm. on on what you what you always wanted to do. So, do you know what I mean? And we get mad stuff like people who've recently got tattoos of us and stuff like, do you know what I mean? And, <laughs> and they, they come to every gig, and it's like you know, if, if you make it, now that's it's too far, that in it, surely? Does it a bit too far? <laughs> Well, it'd be like in 10 years, we look at their... <laughs> no, so, yeah, so, uh, well, you know, I know you've got this gig tonight, you've got a few gigs coming up, you're supporting the lottery winners, you know, we've had them on the podcast before. I'm going to go and watch them at the Apollo in Manchester. Yeah, um, man, they're great. Are y'all playing yeah, that man. one? Are y'all playing that one? No, nah, I don't think we're on that one, but... Yeah, that'll be a massive gig for them. A fair play to them because, yeah. I mean, they're another band that are just relentlessly, like, yeah. I mean, they've been going for for ages and it's, like, their mm. success now is just down to their hard work, like, and, and determination. Mm. And, and that's kind of that's kind of what we look up to as as artists in terms of, like, that's that's where your effort's got to be to, to achieve stuff. Yeah, so. I, th- I think it, it's worked for that band. The, 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 I don't think they've ever said no to anything, it, it feels like. They've just, they're just, they're <laughs> always, they're always playing, they're always doing something, they're always making yeah. videos, they're always doing something. Even through lockdown, the busiest band I've ever seen, that n- nothing's going to stop them bastards, you know, get as oh, far, nah. get as yeah. high as they, they need to be. It, it, it's a, uh, it, it Have you played with them before? Or have you, is it, is it the yeah, yeah, that right. Yeah, that right. Yeah, okay, nice. Okay. 
they were they were on that, and that's kind of how we just become really good friends. Because yeah. like they, they really looked out after us on that tour, didn't they? Like because mm. we were like the support band, we were often bunched in the same room, mm. and then yeah, they're just like lovely, lovely people, um, and they just gave us like loads of advice and helped with you know the odds lead that someone had left at home and all yeah, that yeah. so oh yeah, that's yeah. cool we've yeah. played him a few times over summer yeah. and yeah just looking forward to getting on the road with him again you know especially after their recent success and them doing this tour you know it's all down it's all down to them so we're just buzzing to be part of it it must be quite inspirational to see that you know the ratings got a number one album they'll get another one soon no doubt about it and all you know lottery winners got a number one album when's it your turn Christmas <laughs> left on that tour, now, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we will have one one day, man. Yeah. We'll have one, yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of what what we've been doing over the past six months, and what we will be doing over the over the next six months is is like finishing the debut album. Like we've we've already pretty much got one written, but okay. Like I this think, has to be right, man. I think, yeah. I think yeah, I think we like still think like has another another. Another good few fans here, and then we can pick from a bunch. And and uh, it's been coming that long for us that like we just we wanted, wanted yeah. to be like as special as possible for us to to look back on. And and like I mean, wherever it does in charting wise, like I mean, we'll get a number one one day. But <laughs> like we just want an album out there and just to have that uh, have our mark on, on the world and the music industry and. And just just build from there, but we'll we'll start with we'll start with the EP first. And see, that's what I was going to say. That, what you, that, you, you're yeah. going to get that's it. You're going to get you're going to get a chance to practice anyway because your debut uh, EP Pop Culture is out soon. You can pre-order it on mm. the on the vinyls now within the link of the description of this podcast. Wherever you're listening to it or watching it, there's a link to press on it as well. If you if you want to get involved, there's no reason why you won't. Um, so pop culture. Uh, are you having a go at a certain kind of culture or are you getting part of it? What, where's the name come from? It's, it's kind of just like... It's all from the same script as the, the three tunes that you were... Yeah. You were, you were saying you were listening to in the gym. Um, right. It's just kind of a glance at the world we see in front of us uh, optimistically, but, hmm. you know, we're not we're not, not aware. You know, it's not like Disneyland. Yeah. Um, it's kind of... It was more of a bit of a playful thing like rather than yeah. attacking like... Certain certain people like yeah, it's, it's nothing that seems to be that. It's more of a just a playful thing in observing, like, observing like the uh, like the world around us, and um, and yeah, just kind of showing a bit, a little bit of our personality within the within the lyrics and and the writing. I mean, well, that's what we've tried to do. Like, we might, yeah. <laughs> don't know, we might not have executed it at all. Like, that's up to you guys. I'm to tell sure us you that. will. I'm sure you will. Have. It, 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 what fascinated me is that the assists album. Uh, was it uh, what was the name of their album now Council, Council Pop. Pop yeah a similar kind of name from bands from a similar kind of area I just found that yeah, quite man. interesting that it's a similar kind of you know you're on the same similar kind of wavelength yeah I never I never even thought that actually even but... like the enemy and stuff like you know yeah. we'll live and die in these towns it's all about you know being a flaw on the wall in yeah. a in a place that's a bit bit odd yeah no, I like it. So, um, what's the vibe about the EP at the minute? Then, how do you plan for a, a big release like this as a band? You know, do, do you have a team of people that do your socials for you, or do you do it all yourself? I know we chatted on Twitter. Nah, that's mate, everything, is everything, is it, everything, right? everything that you see on this EP, right down to the fact that the artwork was shot in my flat. Mm. 
is completely DIY, done by us. Like yeah. every every post, like everything. So you know we're we're accountable for it, and and if it does well, you know we'll be proud that we did it. We did it our way. Did you get any? Um, did you get any tips off the ratings or about that kind of stuff? They just kind of said the same thing we've been saying on here. Just yeah. knock at the door, man. Write your mm. music, stay true to yourself, yeah. and and the you know the right people will come to you. Yeah. Well, lads, I know you're getting off. You've got to get to um, Milton Keynes in a bit, and then where where are you for the next few nights? Uh, uh, we're in Portsmouth. We've like, we're in us tomorrow. We start know. we start that tour tomorrow, and then yeah. and then we got a day off, and then Preston, Preston on Saturday. Preston on Saturday yeah. Right, so, get yeah, some miles um, in, you get some miles in, you're grafting. How, how, yeah, yeah. How, how do you not argue with each other when you're in the back of a van for all these miles? How do you, no, how do we, you do, do, we do, yeah, we do. Oh, we, do. <laughs> we don't know how to not yeah. argue with each other, but we know how to. Yeah, it's like... What do you bicker about? What do you bicker about? And then I'll let you no, go. Well, mostly, actually, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't argue, but no. we just like can't stand that bass player. Like. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he, he's, like, he's like a wasp. Yeah, bass players are annoying. I'm only messing. We love him to bits, <laughs> but if like everyone who knows him will, will know, like yeah. we've all got our own traits, our own little ways. I mean, <laughs> um, when you're in your put in a van that barely works, going from Minehead to Glasgow yeah. in the same city, you know, it's not all going to be uh, daisies on the road trip, is it? You know I mean, but I don't. We've never got to a point where you know, what I mean, we're not preaching about it within 15 minutes. You know, what I mean, so it's all yeah. good. Well, you, you know, I, I, I speak to many bands and w- when you see the drive, the determination that you guys have got and that you've shown through COVID and getting deals and just moving forward with your career, you know, peaks and troughs throughout this music industry, you can just tell by the drive of a band that something's going to happen for them. And I think you've got that, guys. Yeah, you, you, look, you, look, you look driven, you've got, t- you've got the tiger eye, you're on it. Uh, yeah, nothing yeah. but we'll the best. You. Guess this now. Oh, nice I'm one, mate. I've, I've, I've sorted it. Nice one. Right. See you, you later, boys. I'm off. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm but yeah, I wish you all the best on the tour as well. Say hello to the lottery winners for us. Uh, all the best with the EP. We'll cover it and shout about it on our gem for you as well. We're really looking forward to hearing that. And we wish you all the best for your gigs and for your future in the music industry, boys. Uh, Liam, Pierce, thanks for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you very Thank much. you very much, man. Cheers, Enjoy mate. the rest of your day. Liam, Pierce, thanks for your time, boys. It's very much appreciated. Their brand new EP is out now, and you can uh, stream it directly from the link within the, this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We mention it on the show, but I like to remind you, and all, why not? You know, crack on. Cracking EP. I've, I had it at the gym this morning. Nice. Very nice. Um, and yeah, ladies and gentlemen, as always, you can always see, and, and we've just started doing this over the last few weeks, and not really like mentioning it much on the actual show, but the video version of the podcast, we've, we've started to put out on on six o'clock on on Sunday evenings, the video part of it. It's getting good views by putting it out at this time, so I thought, fucking, you know, if it helps. Uh, so yeah, we're just trying that out for a bit. So you, so you will always get the show early on YouTube at six six pm on a Sunday. Uh, and the audio version where you get the in- this introduction and the outro and you get more on the audio version so you, you're not missing you, you are missing out a little bit by uh, watching it on YouTube I don't mind saying that you, you are more special to me here on the audio version while you while you walk about and get on the bus and shit you know whatever, you, whatever you're up to right now anyway I'm being weird so yeah you can watch the video version of the, of the podcast on Sunday at 6 o'clock every week before the week music week ahead it's just a nice time you know instead of country file or something you can stick it on you know 
Anyway, thanks for joining us. We've got we've got another midweek uh, podcast as well. We had two last week. We've got two this week for you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to do a, we're going to do a couple of episodes over Christmas, like compilation ones over Christmas and New Year and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming up as well, ladies and gentlemen. We've got loads of... I've got some amazing guests already recorded as well. I've had a great busy week with podcasts this week. Then, so stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Tell your friends. Do give us a little five-star review on... Uh, if you're on Spotify, just click the star. Uh, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That's really slow. Loads of people have told me that they've put a review on there and it's not showing on it, so I don't know what, how that, what that's all about. Uh, but yeah, help us out. Subscribe. Do whatever you can. Share the show. Uh, really appreciate uh, the hard work and you know the it's not hard work is it tweeting uh, but you know just sharing the show and taking your time out it means the world to us to help this show out so thank you and ladies and gentlemen as always have a great week of music head keep finding new bands tell us about them what do you want on the show tag them in make some noise and we will make it happen ladies and gentlemen thanks for joining us for another week here at the RGM podcast with me Carl Maloney that guy from RGM I will see you next week toodle ooh Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe. Tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support. And we'll see you next week. Come on, wait.